He'll be playing in the Hope for the Warriors Invitational coming up in Wallace, North Carolina at River Landing. He holds two World Series rings, and he is known as the Glue. Plus, he's been a guide for us here on Undercover Jet Sitter. We'll talk to baseball great Doug Flynn. Undercover Jet Setter, navigating your world. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Undercover Jet Setter Radio. We've been telling you about a great charity event. It is the Hope for the Warriors Invitational, August 25th and 26th, River Landing Country Club. That's in Wallace, North Carolina. It's just north of Wilmington. It is one of the fun and unique events that we attend. It also has a great list of celebrities. One of them is our good friend and former Major League Baseball player, Doug Flynn. Doug, welcome to the show. JD, good to talk to you as always, my friend. I'm looking forward to seeing you. It's been a while, but uh, it's always fun when we get together, especially when we can do some good and have fun while we're doing it. Yeah, and this is a great event. Uh, we should also tell folks that you're you're more than just playing in this event. You're actually co-hosting with Hall of Famer Johnny Bench. So this is this is even more special to you. Explain why it is. Well, I'm kind of letting Johnny ride on my coattails. As <laughs> But, you know, about 15 or 17 years ago, I think, we went to play a golf tournament, uh, and the money was to be raised for Hope for the Warriors. So we met Robin Kelleher, who started the program, and we got an opportunity to play with a lot of the wounded guys at Camp Lejeune. And it sort of hit me, why am I coming down here playing in a celebrity event? They're paying me to come down and support these troops. And I just, Johnny and I both felt like, well, this is just not right. So. We did a little talking with some of the folks in charge, Robin and others, and some of the military folks, Bob Dickerson being one. And we said, you know, is there something we can do to help us raise more money? And so, you know, we've been blessed that because of what these men and women do, that we got a chance to go out and have a nice career doing something that we loved. And so we, they said, why don't you two host a golf tournament? And, and we'll kind of change the format a little bit. Boy, they did that, and as you well know, it is one of the most fun things that I get to do all year. It really is, and what I love about the event is just what you were talking about. We actually get a chance to play and have fun with the Warriors there, and in in some respects, this is also part of their recovery as well, right? Yes, it absolutely is. It gives them a nice break. They get to hang out with some people that they may have read about or heard about. And it's not just a one-day deal where you go down and play with them and then that's it. We uh, try to stay in touch with all the guys that we've played with. And, you know, a lot of them are doing extremely well now. They got out of the service. Uh, they've been able to heal up both physically and mentally. And they've started jobs, raising families. And it's really cool just to think that you can go down there for two or three days and it can have that kind of impact. Uh, we're, we're really blessed that we get to do it. As you well know, there's a lot of our friends that come down and join us when we do this. No, absolutely. And one of the things that uh, that we've noticed, my wife, Terry, and I, when because uh, we, we live kind of near the Myrtle Beach area, and when some of these warriors go down to visit, they'll give us a call, and we'll actually get a chance to see them or go out and have a drink with them. And so my wife's really good also about staying in touch with some of these guys. So that's the rewarding part of it. So it's not just you know, it's not just you and me going out to a tournament and, you know, teeing it up and showing off that we're celebrities. We're actually doing something. And that, to me, is what makes this such a great event. Well, I agree with you 100 percent. You know, there's a and as I get a little bit older, I think it starts being uh, having a lot more meaning than it did, you know, a few years ago. A few years ago, I really wanted to try to work on my golf game. And then, all right, this is another opportunity uh, just to go down and play golf and see some celebrities, meet some new people. But 
you know, after you meet a couple of these guys, and I know one year when I played in this, all I did was sat in the cart. I never asked a question. One of my warriors just needed some time to let her loose. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what he told me. He said, where are you from? I said, I'm from Kentucky. Oh, good. Well, then you wouldn't mind having a shot of bourbon on every hole, would you? <laughs> and I said, uh, well, I'm from a different part of Kentucky than that. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, all he wanted to do was drink and talk, and it was and it was great. And he's doing well. He was a musician. Uh, he shared some songs that he had done, and so yeah, I look forward to it every year and trying to stay in touch with all some of the folks that are there. But the leadership with Robin Kelleher and her staff. When you look at a charity that's given almost 90% of the money is going right to where they say it's going. Mm-hmm. They run that run it on a shoestring budget, basically. I don't know how they get her done because they've grown so much and they're helping so many men and women. Uh, but it's just, we did our due diligence and we wanted to make sure that, that the money was going to where it was supposed to. And that's really why Johnny and I hooked up with this. Because, you know, you, as you know, General Bob Dickerson, who is on the board, when he tells you something's going to be done, it gets done. And, uh, well, we're just proud that they'll let us come back every year. And I should also point out that uh, I've actually interviewed Robin on another podcast, and we've talked about all that. So that's something that folks can take a look at and listen to. I've also interviewed Rex Ryan, who's also going to be there. So uh, so we've got a couple of other things going that people can really get involved. We're talking here with former Major League Baseball player Doug Flynn. He is the co-host of the Hope for the Warriors Invitational Celebrity Golf Event, which will be August 25th and 26th in Wallace, North Carolina at River Landing Country Club. You can still join us. I'll be there. Just go to the website. It's hopeforthewarriors.org. And um, Doug, talk about one of the highlights of the night that I always tell people you need uh, of the tournament is is what we call Warriors Night. Uh, This is what the (laughs) Marines know as Mess Night. It's a dinner, but it's kind of, quote unquote, regimented fun to raise money. And what I have to tell people is that you take advantage of the vulnerable Johnny Bench during this event. <laughs> you know, Johnny's so good to play uh, the straight guy with me a lot. Uh, you know, guys, the greatest catcher to ever play the game. He's in the Hall of Fame. His, the accolades on his career are numerous, as everybody knows. And he and I became good friends back in 74, my first spring training. And our friendship has actually grown to the point where it is today because of these golf events. He, he tells me, John, he'll say, if you find something out there you think is good, then sign me up, and I want to be a part of it. So we do several events a year together. Warrior Night, the first time we ever went to it, we were going to go have dinner with 500 Marines. We headed down this little trail down towards the beach, and I mean out of nowhere, these guys jumped up out of trees, foxholes, bushes, <laughs> scared the living car out of us. And that whole night was done the way that they would normally do it for service. Very strict, very regimented. Uh, you couldn't speak unless you were spoken to. And now they've kind of relaxed it a little bit because they know us as demo jocks, we can't follow orders. So they've <laughs> relaxed it. But it's like a big kangaroo court where you just raise some money have some fun, the celebrities get eaten alive, which is fun, and you just add a little more money in the pot for these wonderful men and women. And we should tell folks that the, the, the warrior night that we're doing here, or the mess night that we're doing here, this one's inside compared to the first ones that you and I went to uh, oh, that, were, that were outside. 
And again, we're with we're with the guys, we're with the warriors, and I should say guys and gals because there's also gal warriors that are also uh, helped in this too. Um, and it it is just it's one of those nights that's a tradition in the Marine, and um, it's 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 just something to behold because it's just it's a ton of fun. But you're also raising money for them. Talk about the fact that you guys are a part of it. You guys do this great shtick together, you and Johnny. And talk about how you razzed which led to your nickname called the glue. Well, you know, our relationship is so good that we can speak very openly and honest with each other about anything. So the glue nickname came several years ago when Cincinnati Reds were honoring, they'd already done the Johnny Bench statue. I think they had done the Joe Morgan statue, and it might have been either the Pete Rose or the Tony Perez statue. So they brought in the starting eight players from the Big Red Machine. They called them the Great Eight. I was the MC, and I might have had a glass of wine. I, was, <laughs> I got on stage, and I said, after we introduced them, of course, they got a big standing ovation, and I paused for a second. And I looked over, and I said, ladies and gentlemen, the most overrated group of ball players in the history of the game. <laughs> and it gets kind of quiet. So I said, all right, let me explain myself. I said, in 1970, those guys over there were in the World Series, but they got beat by Baltimore. In 1972, they came back to the World Series. They got beat by Oakland. In 73, the Mets beat them, so they didn't even get out of the league. 74, they disappeared. And then this little country boy from Lexington, Kentucky, made the team, and they win the World Series. <laughs> Well, the next year, the little country boys there again, they win the World Series. And then the following year, they trade him away and they don't win again. You do the math. <laughs> some guy in the back of the room hollers, the glue. And I've always wanted to do something, as you know, John, to help with military. So I had these shirts made that has the glue written on them. And I get them out of Cincinnati. And then I take them to events like we're going to do at Camp Lejeune. I'll sell the T-shirts. All the money will go to uh, the military. So, yeah, it's just some fun that we have. Of course, Johnny's the perfect straight guy because he'll start getting on me about how much I made or how bad I was a, as a hitter. And I just remind him, I got the same amount of World Series rings as you do, big guy. And so we just had a lot of fun doing that. And it's totally, totally out of love and respect. Well, and the great thing is, is that, you know, you, you get to hear the stories, uh, you know, not only if, if, if you're just sitting talking to you or if you guys are actually up doing the co-hosting. So folks get a get a little insight into uh, into some baseball history as well. Um, you were talking about Lynn playing. Do you you enjoy obviously the playing because you're, you're a good stick. Um, is it is should people play with you because you're a good stick or because you're so much fun on the golf course? Um. You know, I'm getting older now, so that <laughs> stick is not as good as it used to be. So, uh, I still got that snap crackle, but I've lost my pop. So I, I think my job by being there is to entertain. As you know, when you get invited to an event like this, you can either say, no, I don't want to come, or yes, I want to come. And if you agree to come, I always felt like, all right, you're nice enough to ask me. I agreed to do this. What do you want me to do? And obviously, guys want to hear stories about the Big Red Machine and how you get started and what's it like in the big league. So I think to entertain, I don't know that my stick is good enough to want any, that anybody would want to play with me anymore. 
<laughs> I don't know. Well, you're, you're, the sticks that you play with, though, people would definitely want to play with you. Again, the event is called the Hope for the Warriors Invitational. It is August 25th and 26th. It'll be in Wallace, North Carolina, which is just north of Wilmington. And again, this is going to be in association with uh, Camp Lejeune, which is not too far away. You can still join us, and I urge you to join us. All you have to do is go to this website. It's hopeforthewarriors.org. Um, let's let's talk about a couple other quick things because I, I, I want to. I want to talk about the TV show you're hosting. It's called Kentucky Life. And you get you get a chance to to interview some real interesting folks from your home state of Kentucky. Tell us real briefly about it and where people can see it. Yeah, you inspired me, John. I remember when you came to Lexington, you guys were shooting a show. And I think you were shooting on the castle, I believe, at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got this unique building in town. And, but uh, you're such a pro at this. I am not. We have a show on public television at Kentucky Education TV. And it was called Kentucky Life. Matter of fact, this is the 25th year of it. And they had two wonderful hosts. And they got tired of doing it and wanted to do some other stuff. So they asked me to fill in for a month. And I think we're starting our fifth season. Wow. Uh, and so the, the whole theme of it is we have a pretty nice little state here. We have a lot of stuff that uh, brings tourists here. Our lakes, our parks are beautiful. Our small businesses, small towns have a lot of history. If you start looking into the bourbon industry or the horse industry, there's just so much that many people take for granted. So what we do is we go around the state. We try to take all of this stuff and put it in a nice little 30-minute show. And it's been a lot of fun. And it's been very educational for me from someone who's lived in Kentucky 68 years. Now, all of a sudden, I'm learning a whole lot about our state, and it makes me even more proud that I am a Kentuckian. Well, and uh, I, I appreciate you saying that we inspired you, but at the same time, too, you're fabulous on camera, so so stop it. And I, I got to tell you, because you actually, you were a big help to us on Undercover Jet Setter. Uh, Susan and I were actually, um, we were there. I got in contact with you, and um, I wanted to do some extra stuff. And you clued us into a lot of different things. You not only talk about the, uh, there was a castle there that was, even though it was built recently, it was built like a 13th century castle, which was fabulous. It's a great place to stay if you get a chance to. Uh, it's called the Post Castle or Castle Post. We've actually castle done it Post. on Undercover Jet Setter. You can actually see it. But one of the amazing things we found, thanks to you, was the incredible wineries that are in Lexington, Kentucky. And what was what was fascinating for us was that these were old uh, tobacco fields that they they switched into uh, vineyards, and so you've got these distinct tasting wines. Um, and what was even more fascinating is that the big craze now is bourbon barrel wine, and you guys were into this four and five years ago when we were there and i, I just i th i keep telling people what an incredible find it is and you need to go to lexington yes they have horses they have bourbon they have uk basketball but you guys have some of the best wines i have ever tasted and it's it was fab and all because of you so i appreciate you doing that for us well you were kind of proud of it you know unlike what uh where we stand on current events where we're like eight or ten years behind we're right up to date when it comes to our alcohol <laughs> you know yeah. the the wine is actually it's, it's really cool and i was amazed when i found out how many wineries there were 
because uh, you'll look at these beautiful horse farms and a lot of the horse people have started to get into the business. One, they can afford to do so. And two, they like good wine. And so, uh, you know, when you were in town, everything, we were just beginning to find out, uh, could the wines grow here? Could the grapes grow here? Is the land going to be good enough for it? And now over these last several years, we're finding out it certainly can. And the wineries are jumping up all over the state. Of course, one of the most fun things to do for a lot of our tourists is to take the bourbon trail. But now yep. they're saying that they're starting a little wine trail as well. So, yeah, it, it's pretty neat because you're right. Usually it's just basketball and horse racing. But now we're so diversified now. It's good. And the the other thing is, is that really one of your one of your biggest exports is bourbon to places like China and Japan, which is really helping the state quite a bit. So uh, it's, it's, it, it is, it's, it, Kentucky is a fascinating state. Lexington is just as fascinating and, and, and great to go to. So I, I again, I appreciate you clu cluing in, cluing us in on that so we can get our uh, viewers to take a look at it too. Also, you host the Reds weekly show, which is a 30 minute radio show when you break down the Cincinnati Reds game. So let me ask you this. Do the Reds have a <laughs> chance to make the wild card? Ooh, nice going, John. That's a good one. <laughs> but, but, well, actually, Jeff Pecoro and I do this little 30 minutes, a little TV show, and we really try to talk positive about the Reds, whether they're playing bad or not. We'll do stories on the players, and we try to make it as upbeat as po as possible. But golly, they've been so inconsistent. And as the we're doing the taping of this show, they had a chance to knock it down to five games playing the Cubs, and they end up splitting with them. So I don't know because they've had good pitching. They have some good hitting, but they just are lacking something that keeps them from putting it together. They're still in the hunt for the wild card, and, you know, you got a month and a half to go. So I, I'm hoping that uh, they'll get on a good run. They'll reel off seven, eight, nine wins in a row. If they do that, they're going to be right in the middle of it. All right, we will uh, we will take a look at that and watch at the end of the season and, and hold you to that. So we've been talking to uh, Doug Flynn, former Major League Baseball player. He's also the TV host of Kentucky Life on public television in Kentucky. He'll be co-hosting with Johnny Bench, the Hope for the Warriors Invitational Golf Tournament, which will be held August 25th and 26th at River Landing in Wallace, North Carolina. We will be there as well. If you want to join us, please go to hopeforthewarriors.org. And Dougie, if you can, just give folks just kind of a, a last pitch of why they should come to this event and how much fun it is. Well, if you served in the military, you obviously know how important that it is for our men and women who are out there daily protecting uh, this great country of ours so that we can go and, and do things that we, we love to do. For me, it was baseball. If you've never been in the military, uh, please go find out more about what you can do to help all of our military charities. Uh, Hope for the Warriors is taking men and women who are coming back that have been banged up, uh, and a lot of the scars are not just physical. A lot of them are mental, too. Mm -hmm. And if you get the opportunity, go look it up, as John said. Look it up online. It will tell you exactly what's going on. But more importantly, if you're walking through an airport and you see uh, men and women in a uniform, go buy them a cup of coffee. Buy them something to drink. Buy them something to eat. You know, John, that's how I got started, really, is I felt so guilty that I didn't serve and that others had done that that when I'd see people in an airport, I'd walk up and I'd pick up a check in a restaurant or an airport, just, and all of a sudden, now I come to Camp Lejeune for the first time, 
and General Dickerson takes us into the barracks, and we start talking to these people one-on-one, and these are babies. These are 19, 20, 21-year-old babies that are out there putting it all on the line for us. So I tell you what, you'll not find a bigger cheerleader for this than Doug Flynn. No, that's for sure. And uh, and again, folks, if you can join us, please go to hopeforthewarriors.org. And uh, not only will you have a good time, but you'll be doing something very rewarding, especially helping our country as well. Dougie, thank you so much. Always great talking to you, buddy. And looking forward to seeing you. KD, you're the best, buddy. Hugs to tear. And I look forward to seeing you shortly, my friend. You got it. All right. And folks, thanks for listening in. Remember to check out our YouTube channel, which is free. It is youtube.com slash undercover jet setter we will catch you next time for more on undercover jet setter go to undercoverjetsetter.com and check us out on facebook twitter and instagram